Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is May 10th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Three Maryland high schools, all of them in Montgomery County, placed among the top 200 in the country on a new list released yesterday by U.S. News & World Reports. Their annual Best High Schools list identifies the high schools that prepares their students for college the most successfully. U.S. News evaluated more than 20,000 public high schools across the country and ranks them based on state high school proficiency tests, disadvantaged student performance on those tests, graduation rates, and then advanced placement test data. Overall, Maryland schools are the third best in the nation, which is a drop from first place for the last three years. Two schools in Maryland ranked among the top 150 in the country, and those were Winston Churchill High School at number 113 and Poolsville High, number 116, both in Montgomery County. No school in Anne Arundel County placed on the list, however, When they broke it down by state, the only high school in Anne Arundel County that made the Maryland list was South River High School, and that placed number 13 and had a silver medal status. So it looks like Anne Arundel County Public Schools have some work to do. Over on the Broadneck Peninsula yesterday, County Executive Steve Shue, along with County Council Chairman Michael Peruca, broke ground on the second phase of the Broadneck Trail. This is an extension of a bike path and Actually, it's a multi-use path, which will run from Cape St. Clair all the way to Arnold. When totally completed, the project will provide a paved multi-use trail running from the BNA Trail to Sandy Point State Park. And if you want some more detailed information as to where that trail will run, check out ionannapolis.net. We do have a map up there as well. Also down in that Broadneck area, some good news for people that are traveling over the Naval Academy Bridge. They have replaced the lights on them. And right now, we have Charlie Gishler from the Maryland Department of Transportation with some information on that. Well, it's finally finished. The Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration has completed installation of the new light fixtures on the Maryland 450 Bridge over the Severn River, otherwise known as the Naval Academy Bridge. Crews expedited the work to be complete by the U.S. Naval Academy commencement activities. The new lamp fixtures are waterproof and will prevent moisture from entering the lighting system luminaires, creating reliable lighting on the bridge. The lights will remain lit for 24 hours a day for approximately one week for testing and evaluation of their operation. M.SHA began replacing the lights in April. Thank you, Charlie, and some good news for motorists as they head over the Naval Academy Bridge. Okay, we all know about Uber. It's an app on your phone. You push the button and a car comes and picks you up and takes you places. Pretty simple, pretty cool. It's amazing technology that we have literally in the palms of our hands. Now they've got Uber Eats, which is a competitor to another app that debuted on the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but Grubhub. And it's put out by the Uber people and you push a button, you place an order and they bring you food. 
They are expanding into the Annapolis area, and they have said that they are planning on adding 38 restaurants. I did check the app this morning, and there aren't quite 38 in there, but they do range from fast food to high end. I know I saw Flamont is on there. Capriati's Sandwich Shop is on there. Noodles and Company, Waterman's Tavern, Ram's Head, Brewster's Ice Cream. Who can't use a Sunday delivered to them, really? And the way it works, you just pay a fee in addition to the cost of the item, and they bring it to you. If you are a teenager and you are doing a challenge, most notably the latest craze is the deodorant challenge. Just don't. What this does is it takes aerosol deodorant, and the challenge is to see how long you can spray it on your arm pretty much until you get chemical burns or second or third degree burns, sometimes requiring a skin graft. If there's any kind of stupid challenge you see on the internet, whether it's the Tide Pod challenge or anything like that, just say no. That's it for our top news stories today. Make sure you check out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it often with all the news that comes in throughout the day. It is Thursday, and of course, that means we have Trevor with our Maker Minutes. He'll be coming up in a little bit, but first we have Sean O'Neill with RBC Wealth Management, followed by George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, May the 10th. Okay, so our streak of three straight days of perfect and exceptionally predictable weather is over. But today will still be a nice one on the whole for the Annapolis area with temps climbing up into the upper 70s or even lower 80s as slightly warmer air moves into the area on breezy southerly winds ahead of a cold front. And as that cold front approaches from the west, we'll have a chance of p.m. showers and maybe even a few thunderstorms later in the afternoon or evening before skies clear out overnight. And then we see yet another nice day on Friday with sunshine and light winds with highs in the 70s. Then conditions change again as the cold front moves back to our north as a warm front on Saturday, allowing temps to jump up well into the 80s, though with another slight chance of afternoon showers and storms before that same boundary line between cool and warm air tries to make a return trip on Sunday, possibly dividing the region with 70s in the northern part of Anne Arundel County and 80s in the southern section of the county. Stay tuned on that one. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to download our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, and also follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather-informed. But remember... Whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. 
This is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. This weekend, Friday through Sunday, at the Howard County Fairgrounds is the Preakness Balloon Festival. If you're interested in hot air and things that go up, this is the festival for you. Featuring more than 15 hot air balloons, tethered balloon rides in the morning and evening, beer and wine garden, live music, and a Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Saturday in Hagerstown, the Washington Historical Society is having a workshop on creating your own rain stick, a traditional Latin American instrument that sounds like falling rain. Saturday and Sunday in Bethesda is the 15th annual Bethesda Fine Arts Festival at Bethesda's Woodmont Triangle. There will be more than 130 artists, live entertainment, and local restaurants. Saturday is World Scratch Day, and if you don't know what Scratch is, Scratch is a simple visual programming language for kids and adults that can be used to create interactive stories, games, and animations, and you can share your creations online. You can get versions of Scratch for just about any system, including Android and iOS, and there's local events built around this World Scratch Day including Greenbelt Makerspace, who's having a Scratch Day workshop. Join them and see what it's all about. Saturday is also Arduino Day. Arduinos are what's called a microcontroller. It's not a full computer. It just runs one program, but it runs it really well, and they can be used for all kinds of things, from controlling lights to making interactive displays to building your own weather station to all kinds of fun things. If you're curious about a small electronics project, don't want a degree in electrical engineering, but want to do something functional, Arduinos are pretty helpful. At Annapolis Makerspace, we can help you build out your Arduino project Project or figure out what technology might be best for what you're trying to do. Saturday at Catalator in Silver Spring, they're having their SilverSat team meeting. SilverSat is a multi-year project to design, build, launch, and operate a real satellite. They're what they call CubeSats. It's a tiny little cube-shaped satellite, small enough to fit in your hand. The participants will have the experience of a real-world engineering challenge, one that many would consider well beyond their abilities. Tonight, also at Catalator, is Laser 101. Catalator has a laser cutter and engraver, and this Laser 101 course will show you how to use it and how to design things for use on the laser cutter. The laser cutter can cut and engrave glass, paper, wood, and metal. And with your knowledge from this Laser 101 class, next Thursday, they're doing a Maker Lab where you'll actually get to use the laser cutter for whatever you dreamed up in the previous week. The Laser 101 class is the prerequisite for the Maker Lab Laser Studio class next week. So be sure to take the Laser 101 class tonight before signing up for the Laser Studio next week. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, Saturday in Edgewater, is Coding with Cubetto. Cubetto labels itself as your child's first coding kit. Young children learn to program a simple robot using blocks instead of a screen. It's a great introduction to programming and logical thinking. It's a lot of fun, too. Monday at the Severna Park Library is Minecraft Club. Now, you may have heard of Minecraft and you think about it as a game that the kids like to play, but Minecraft was the original build-stuff Lego style before Lego got into the video game business. There's a lot of creativity that goes into Minecraft and and a lot of fun to be had as well. First-time players and experienced users are invited to build things within the world of Minecraft. Come out and see what it's all about. Sunday to Annapolis Makerspace from 1 to 3 p.m. is The Basics of Needle Felting with Emmy, where you'll learn how to make three-dimensional soft sculptures out of felt. As always, you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace for Electronics Night. I'll be posting links to these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, sawdust, software, or just a mess, you're probably already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Hey, it's May, and it's Maryland Podcast Month. No, Hallmark didn't invent this puppy, so there's no need to get a card, but do yourself a favor and give a listen to some of the other Maryland-based podcasts. Our right-wing friends, hey, they called us liberals first, at Red Maryland have put together a website called MarylandPodcastMonth.com, and it lists all of the podcasts that are participating this month. Throughout the month of May, many of us will be showing up on other Maryland podcasts as guests. 
and we'll have all sorts of antics throughout the month. Among the participants are Red Maryland and Ion Annapolis, of course, and then others to cover every topic you can possibly think of. Podcasts such as Quality Time, The Maryland Crabs, A History of Maryland, The Conduit Street Podcast, Laugh Finder, The Extra Point Show, Society Fringe Players, The Mark and Lowell Show, The Engine Mom Podcast, and quite a few more. So go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com, check it out, get familiar with a new podcast near you, and of course, please let all your friends and associates know as well. And we will see you all May during Maryland Podcast Month. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.